Hello and welcome to this week's Scott Steiner Mathcast. Um, I would say this is the new and improved. It's not. We're just going to go under an hour. Uh, that'd be nicer for everyone, wouldn't it? Rather than two and a half hours of us going, <laughs> oh, that was really great, New Japan. Um, we're sticking to us. one subject. Um, <laughs> we're sticking to one subject this week. We will go on tangents, that's guaranteed. Um, but obviously, the thing that's on everyone's... Uh, uh, the tip of their tongue at the moment is AEW Revolution um, happened for us two days ago we're called on Tuesday um, and I'll be honest good or bad it's all I've been thinking about <laughs> um, boys where are we going to start right I, I have a special place for us to start Revolution, like any good main of any good pay per view, starts with a theme. <laughs> oh, spoiler! Spoiler! Where are we starting? Starts with a theme song. Mitch, if you can go back into our group chat and I put a YouTube video in there, I would like right. you to watch it and I'd like to see your reaction. It's very similar to before because I like to find a, a bad wrestling banger. Uh, am I putting it up to the mic so people yes. at home can hear it? Or are you yeah. going to edit it in? Right, no, we're gonna no, no. we're gonna go low fire. We're gonna go low fire. Low fire, uh, because also Barish needs to hear it anyway. <laughs> right, are you ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Got the dark order ready. If you enjoy this, <laughs> yeah. um, you can find uh, more of his uh, beautiful tunes on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, he has no name. What's his name? Oh, the the I found it on his his Twitter account. I think it's Ant Don't Stop. It's the YouTube channel the same. Oh yeah, yeah. Ant Don't stop. stop. So is it Ant something on the Spotify's? Oh, it's still going. Is it? <laughs> Make sure they're clear with the fire marshal. They definitely weren't, bro. They definitely didn't listen to this tune beforehand. I will say, 
I respect the effort. Fucking hell, that was... Where'd you find this shit? <laughs> I was just on Twitter, that one. <laughs> I was just on Twitter. Um, because oh, I didn't look up the actual name. And I... won't stop on all of the socials. Don't play it again. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it once. <laughs> yeah, and won't stop. Um, so if you enjoyed that, slash could hear it, <laughs> um, yeah. go check him out. Send him some love. I probably uh, the found last one that. we played on, on. I probably found that on Saturday because AEW Revolution was trending for a long time, and people were already talking about it, you know, before Sunday. So I was there seeing seeing the hype build up, and I think that did contribute to my hype building up. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know how this is gonna sound from me. Um, I don't use Twitter, as you two know very <laughs> well, um, and it does make me sound about seventy four. Um, uh, I don't know what my question is going to be. Um, I had one when I started, and I just sort of went off on one. Um, how how was the Twitterverse uh, on Saturday about it? Lots of positivity, lots of, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. What Lots of, I wonder what a death match is. Like, I, don't, I don't know. They were so excited, know, they were making songs. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really, I answered my own question, really, didn't you? Then, strangely, a bit of a tangent, but it did play in. Um, a man... So there was UFC on Saturday night, and the heavyweight champ got disqualified for a V-trigger because you can't knee someone in the face when they're already grounded. Oh, oh yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, obviously, you normally get this weird... You know, obviously, MMA. I love you called it a V-trigger. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> MMA fans normally get to dunk on wrestling fans all the time because wrestling clips yeah. without context or with context look mental. A lot of them were saying, because so this disqualification happens, a title changes hands, and then mm. UFC fans were like, that shouldn't have happened because it was an accident. The guy, like, I guess in those real fights, you do things without really thinking, and it's instinct. Yeah. The guy that won the belt didn't want to win it like that. So no one's happy. Yeah. So then there was an argument of well maybe DQs like they do in wrestling don't lead to title changes. Yeah, it's tough um, though in in a more legitimate thing. It what is, he should have done uh, out of instinct <laughs> is pulled out an exploding barbed wire bat and hit him with it and gone oh sorry dude instinct in the That's moment we do in a street fight it's in the moment <laughs> these things do happen. <laughs> Uh, I didn't have one pre-prepared. I just have one on me always. So, so that's, that's on more. the ref, isn't it? Surely, yeah. Yeah, it baffled <laughs> me on Saturday that seeing all the even all these MMA fans being like, "Here's a good thing that wrestling does." Very shocking to see. Oh wow, that's their words that I didn't expect to hear in that context. Um, right, boom, straight into it. So we're going to go in with the main event because it potentially. <laughs> This is the hour, maybe. Um, so, obviously, this is the almost uh, a year later or a year after their first match, which was the unsanctioned match, uh, where, again, the, <laughs> the internet world sort of went, uh, don't know, don't know if I liked it, or, holy shit, that was the best match ever. Um, they went for <laughs> the same reaction again, and they put on the first uh, exploding um, barbed wire death match in the US in 
numerous years. The first one I'd say ever for a mainstream promotion. Um, I think they clearly came out of a place of love for it because both of them are heavily invested in Japanese history and Mox is clearly into this kind of stuff and you know that he grew up on uh, FMW and, and, and Anita and all the greats. Um, so yeah, this book, the hype for it was insane. I said to you two the whole week, I've never been this excited for a pay-per-view this, like this since I was a kid. I don't know, waiting for the Raw Rumble and Channel 4, I think, is the, the reference I gave to you earlier. <laughs> um, I, was, I was fucking jazzed for it, man. I was buzzed out of my head for it. Uh, I haven't stayed up for an American pay-per-view in years. I did. May or may not have regretted it. I don't know. That doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but um, it was brilliant. It's brilliant. So I don't honestly know where to start with a match. I gave a little bit of a history. I'm just going to hand it over to you two. Where do you want to start with this? It, this match sort of had a dis it, unfair disadvantage in that it was getting flack before it even happened. Yeah. Despite the fact that most people who watch AEW don't really, they're not familiar with this sort of match or the history that yeah. you find in like companies like say IWA and FMW and what Anita's doing on and off at the moment as well still mm. uh, but that said I mean the fact that they had this match on a pay-per-view in what is the second biggest wrestling company in the States is like a mean feat in itself Yeah, I think that should Agreed. be celebrated and if anything despite what you think of the match Hopefully it's going to bring a lot of attention to those older matches like the FMW Classics and all the current mm -hmm. blast, blast stuff that Anita's doing at the moment as well. Yeah, I will say I've seen a massive uh, before and after because me and you, Berish, I don't know if you, I think you do, Carl, we follow a lot of um, deathmatch sites on Instagram or Facebook, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Um and obviously, there's constantly, especially old FMW and, and Onita stuff, is constantly being shared and, and posted and things. But there's been a huge increase in yeah. the amount of stuff that's being posted. Um, it definitely seems to be that people that, that probably hadn't seen stuff before is seeing it before the match, almost to check it out and see what, what's been going on. I think at one point I saw the Onita Chono match on New Japan World was trending in a top 10. Because yeah, um, Anita's on, I think he's got two. I was trying to think who the other one was. It's, it's one versus Chono and one versus someone else that he did at New Japan. So uh, they're readily Chosha. available if you're. A... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Ricky Chosha. So, so they, they were trending. So obviously people were kind of invested. They were excited. If they hadn't seen it before, they wanted to know what they were in for. Um, and if they were fans like myself, then, you know, I was going back and watching stuff, getting hyped for it, seeing what seeing what had gone before. So it was nice to see that it seemed to be that people were kind of, from both camps that did know and didn't know, were, were definitely getting into it and being mm. invested. I do now wonder if AEW did that on purpose a bit because I, I was watching the Dynamites leading up and they say we're going to have this exploding barbed wire match. They didn't explain what it was really, other than literal you know, the words exploding barbed wire. They didn't say there's going to be rules, there's going to be these sections until it got a bit closer. So if you wanted an yeah. idea of what it looked like, you did have to search, like, say, whether it's social yeah. media clips or old matches. I did I did think that at one point. I was very... and I, But the thing is, I've said to you, I don't watch 
religiously dynamite i'll try and catch up and i'll try and keep up to date with what's going on but i don't watch from start to finish mm -hmm. so i did wonder whether there was something explained but yeah looking at the stuff that, that we spoke about and then looking online it definitely but then i feel like AEW sometimes are guilty of that is they'll say things and they'll say them with that kind of wink and a nod of you're a fan you you know what we're talking about Whereas sometimes, yeah, I do know what you're talking about, but I'm like, should you not be explaining some things? I think maybe that's the prime, this one's the prime example. It was only when Omega put that hilarious picture up that people were like, okay, I, it's closer to an FNW match than we thought. Yeah, so that's another thing. You you knew what they were on about, but yeah, you even we like you said, we'd already speculated, oh, will it look exactly like that? Or, or how are they going to do their version? And they could have just been more clearer until the brilliant Omega sketch. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, so I think it's alright. So it, then we went into the match. Um, the first thing that I've got to give props to is the, the homage. I forget what, what ref was that was ref in the match. But the homage to the, uh, the old FMW flame retardant suits. So good. So yeah. good. It was a bit like a budget in, version, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a, a white overall from, I don't know, B&Q. And apparently yeah. they kept saying it had been doused in flame retardant uh, liquid or yeah. material. And it was like, bro, that's just a fucking no, <laughs> shit hazmat suit. That's a paper Did suit. And you've so got a, uh, a face shield on as well. Not not yeah. quite not quite the, uh, the tin foil sort of whole body <clears> suits they wore in FMW. <laughs> where it would survive you walking into a volcano. <laughs> but yeah, so I think like, like the match started off um, exactly like majority of these sort of matches do. It's all about leverage and power, uh, powering people into the to the ropes. They built up really well. Um, it was all tease and, and um, not a lot happening, but it was awesome. And then the first explosion happened... What did you both think? First one was Kenny, right? Being kicked into the first. No, was, no, was it no, Moxley wasn't. first? I think it was Mox. I think, I think it was Mox first. I Moxley know. first. Moxley. Felt like a felt like a little one. So my my initial thought was, oh, they're going to build him up. So we're going to get a something big, but we're going to start small mm. and build up. I didn't know how they were going to build up. I didn't know if they'd have to go outside for a bigger explosion or the thing at the mm. end. Or if each uh, side of the ring would actually be gradually bigger, or I don't know how they yeah. would do it. That I, I was on a similar page. I thought the the smaller sort of explosions were going to be around the ring, like mm. uh, on the ropes, as opposed to maybe they were saving the bigger guns for the uh, the the landmines, landmine yeah. boards that they had set up. I will say the <laughs> the use of the term landmine. Um, again, I understand it's a nod, it's a it's a homage, but it just feels like such a stupid term to use for a match like this. It's twenty twenty one. We're all a little bit more. We are invested in wrestling, right? We'll 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 buy into kayfabe, but it's a fucking landmine, dude. People have like been savagely deformed and disfigured from these things. <laughs> uh, you're not going to be able to suplex someone in and then pop back up. Yeah, <laughs> and carry on a match. Um, I, I didn't think they would have said that, but I did feel the same way. The use of the word landmine obviously conjures up images of all the war films you've seen. 
So straight away, I'm thinking, what? Someone's losing limbs, are they? Or are they gonna? <laughs> or are they gonna explode so much that, that they physically move? They're <laughs> flown off of the platform. Because <laughs> if neither of those things happen, it's not a landmine. No. Yeah. Or at the very least, if you're gonna use a term like that, you've got to go all out with the. You can't call it pyro, but with with whatever gimmick you're going to have <laughs> under a board, you have to go. You have to make it look fucking good. Yeah. yeah. So the point, right? So obviously, I brought up uh, the first explosions and things, and then we, as we say, the first explosion, we kind of felt it might be building. There was a few more rope um, explosions. They're all kind of similar. There was a couple of like half half decent looking ones. Eventually, got onto the boards. Um, I will say. What I don't want to, and I, I can easily do it because I'm a fucking idiot, but I don't want it to sound like I'm being super negative because I, I honestly, I really enjoyed the match. I thought it was, I couldn't believe that they, they did it. I thought they really pulled it off. I thought the fact that AEW, um, it, it seemed to be they went all in with it was awesome. My, my, my main grievances though were that if you're going to do, um, the rope explosions or the board explosions, first of all, I think the easiest trick is just to absolutely bellow smoke to cover what hasn't happened and then you're still going to need some sort of not necessarily a fireball if, if you've got uh, fire safety regulations but you need some sort of visual yeah. um, to, to make it so I, the first I honestly think there should have been more smoke on every explosion and FMW did that numerous times even the shittiest looking matches that they had and they had some fucking terrible ones Mostly, what they would then do is just make sure that there was enough smoke to cover uh, whatever didn't happen, so it looked like it did. So I think there needs to be more smoke, and then, yeah, some kind of fireball, bigger spark or something on each of the boards and each of the explosions to make it look better. That Yeah, that's what kind of puzzled me, because, again, like, I really like the match. But, to be honest, the, the explosions were a slightly underwhelming considering yeah. the amount of pyro that this company has and uses. Oh, I mean, right? Exactly. Co- I mean, even I saw a, a clip of Mecca's entrance. His pyro looked better than the fucking explosions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, I, I don't understand. Like, Why not just set up some of that in the front of the ring, like in front yeah. of where they're doing the spots? Um, yes. Exactly. Uh, you, you could have, not to jump ahead, but I think especially for that final blast... You could yeah. have totally camera tricked it so it looked huge. Yeah. Um, by just having it in front of the barriers so it's hidden, but then having that go up, and then everything happen at once. Not that weird, staggered situation. Not the, not the uh, disappointing birthday cake situation at the end. <laughs> I wonder if maybe. Oh well, they tried something. It worked to a certain degree. I wonder if they could have just done um, uh, what do we call it? No ropes, barbed wire. Not worry about the explosions if you're not going to do massive ones. Just do that because the presentation of everything else was sick. Um, Kenny does, coming down yeah. in his jeans and wife beer. <laughs> uh, could I just quickly point out that uh, shirt that he came out with? I we were messaging because I saw AEW just put it out during the event. That was fucking sick. That was yeah, one of the best yeah. T-shirts they've put out. 
Um, I looked it up online. I don't wear white t-shirts, and it was only available in white, so I didn't buy it. It has to but be. It looked, that was that was awesome. It was so good. It looked so good in white. But all of that stuff, all the build-up to it, was great. And all this, even even like in the ring, all the teases, all good stuff. I just I wonder if, on your point. I wonder if they they in their mind if they're gonna do it, they've got to do they've got to go all out. Is what I think yeah. they thought. And then the spectacle of them pulling off a no rope exploding match is, you know, it would have gone down in massive history. Them doing a a no rope barbed wire match, I think there's enough indie companies. I mean, I fucking saw one earlier. I watched uh, GCW, the Take Care event. They opened with G Raver and Jimmy Lloyd killing each other in the opening match in a no rope uh, barbed wire match. So I think maybe with them it was they needed something that was different enough from legit deathmatch companies. Is what I is why I think they went all out with the the spectacle match, not the uh, more standard match. I was gonna say that last match they had as well was uh, pretty focused on the barbed wire spots as well with the barbed wire yeah, yeah, yeah. like spider net. Um, yeah. So yeah, they had to go massive if they were looking for a spectacle, mm. and an FMW style match would have been the way. What I, what I will hope for the rubber match is that we finally get an American soil piranha death match um, in the middle Lovely. of a swimming pool on a floating ring. If you want to do FMW, you do it fucking properly. Just just set up a ring at uh, SeaWorld in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Little running by Free Willy. Fucking hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, after thirty minutes, the uh, the whale jumps the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! Yes, yes, please. Did so we good. all have the same favourite spot? Because mine's the the kick out. Uh, what? Mo- Moxley <laughs> not kicking out, but uh, kicking the rope. Oh, what? The kicking the barbed oh, wire. Yeah. He's that was, it was, that um, was genius. One wing danger, wasn't it? So he had to do something. I really enjoyed it because it is like they've they've kept the one winged uh, unblemished. No one's kicked out of it. It. I just love the fact that you could tell that straight away, Don Callis on um, commentary jumped straight in to explain it. Like he was not going to have a second that someone thought that Moxie kicked out. He's like, oh, he, oh, he kicked the ropes. He kicked the ropes. No one, no yeah, one's kicked yeah, out yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to be the first? Uh, great, great question. Um, hopefully someone we don't expect. It's going to be a while, and hopefully it's someone that... Well, fuck it, it's going to be Hangman. Oh, okay, yeah, I was going to say it probably is going to be Hangman. <laughs> only because... The only reason I say that is because he's the the big, rugged, fucking unbeatable up-and-comer. Um... But then saying that, and we'll get to it when we go back to the start, is if Miro, if Rusev, has a proper, proper good run and they put him into the world title picture, which I think they, they have to, because their whole thing is we're, we're giving... If we take people from WWE, we're, it's because they haven't been given that opportunity and we will give them it. If he has a proper good run and goes back to that 2015 Rusev and like we saw in that match, he could easily be the sort of person that... That fucking decimates and kicks out, but I'm selfish. I hope no one does. But 
No, but I think whoever does surely is it will be the match where they win the belt off of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be. Yeah. It would. It wouldn't be a. You know, it would. It would have it, to be the big put over, like someone that that happens. Yeah, they yeah. win the belt and they have a massive long run. So yeah, Hangman seems likely. For sure. Yeah. Barish, are you thinking? Probably Hangman. Right, it just makes sense yeah. the way they're pushing Sounds him good. at the moment. So, so that mm. seems the obvious answer. Unless that new Japan uh, working relationship goes mental and we see Ibushi come over. Oh, girl. I'll tell you who it definitely will not be, probably ever. No, definitely ever. Eddie Kingston. <laughs> poor, May he rest in poor, peace. Bless him. Poor Eddie Kingston. We should oh, have actually God. started on top of this and been like, R.I.P. Eddie Kingston, this is his tribute episode. Um, I'm good at... Right. We've, we have sort of touched on the... the oh, I guess the, the pyro of the, the end spot. The storytelling, before it went down, I fucking loved. It was so yeah. good. The nod to... Oh, who was it? Anita and Funk um, spot where uh, Anita covered Funk to save him from the final blast. Um, the fact that Kingston had come out and Moxie hasn't really had anyone by his side the most of his time in AEW. Beautiful, beautiful storytelling. And then, <clears throat> because it's Eddie Kingston, you know he's going to sell the fucking shit out of it and make it look, hopefully, him try and make it look a million dollars. And he sold the fucking shit out of it. Except he sold the shit out of a couple of sparklers, which is <laughs> so disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, it it went from uh, it went from fantastic storytelling to sort of a parody straight away as soon as that happened. Yeah, like the the yeah. difference in selling. It's like Eddie Kingston oh. sell, selling his soul, and then uh, the ring not selling at all. <laughs> I really wish somebody would have got the message to him, like, mate, it was sparklers. Get up, or just don't be as dead as you are. Yeah, but I just I think. But, someone could have said something. I think they. But then, that, 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 in that split moment, no one in the back is gonna it would ever make the call of okay, it looks shit. Uh, don't sell it. Do you know what I mean? Like they they're gonna commit until yeah. it's over because bottom line is they might think that it looks okay or they might be able to salvage it. But I think by the time that and I'm <laughs> sure everyone's seen the footage of Moxie pulling the uh, or doing the the promo afterwards. I think mm. by then there was enough people would come out. They had seen it. They'd live with it for a, for a couple of minutes. They knew then. Yeah, weren't the best. What what's done is done, basically. <laughs> this poor Eddie Kingston. I know, bro. That's it. He's gonna. He everything he does, and if the explosion had been good, it would have been mm-hmm. amazing. Obviously, but like he's so good and you get that you get this with his promos and everything he does in ring it's <laughs> i saw a tweet like whenever it was months ago now that it was like it's still all real to eddie kingston <laughs> and that is exactly how he behaves because i think as like he is such a historian when it comes to his knowledge that i think he would have been fucking gassed to be doing that uh funkanita spot like yeah. to him, it would have been like yeah. this is a ama- like, as as to any wrestling fan that, that that grew up on that shit, giving homage or or doing that sort of a uh, a spot in a match or an aftermath of a match is like this is wicked. This is amazing. I'm gonna go all out, 
And then through no fault of your own, it just doesn't come off like it should. Yeah, shame, real shame. So, what's everyone's thoughts on the con on the idea that this was like a massive botch as opposed to just a poor effort? I think personally, I think it's a knee-jerk reaction. They've they've seen how bad the it looked, and then the response online, and they've tr- they're they're going to try and cover it up. Obviously, to everyone, we're we're recording this before Dynamite. We'll see what happens tomorrow. But I I, I think because what was it like straight away? Uh, obviously, Mock said that uh, his, his line about Kenny not being able to build an exploding match for shit, which was yeah, yeah. you know part passable. <laughs> but then I <laughs> yeah. think Tony Khan said it in the post match. Uh, like the media thing he was sort of like I, I forget what he said but he tried to like pass it away as oh yeah Omega just didn't build oh, I don't know it was weird I didn't get it something that I think uh, you were saying to me earlier Cole that uh, Kenny was furious or something about how the match panned out mm. yeah I saw a headline that made me laugh it said Kenny Omega furious backstage at what had happened I say I only mean funny in the fact that Moxley's the kind of man that gets furious. Kenny, bless him, gets upset. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you can't imagine. Imagine a furious Omega for a second. Even, so what's funny is um, people would like, um, I did pop onto Twitter after it happened and they were saying like, oh, I bet Tony Khan's basically acting like an angry Vince McMahon backstage. And you just go, No. no. <laughs> he's not that kind nah, of person which is I'm fine. sure I'm sure there was um, some anger and fucking I don't know chairs possibly being lightly kicked over I mean it, it's it's annoying like it was such like, it was such a good 30 minutes for then the last thing to be that it's just like bah, bah. also I would take it as a positive though in the in the old days in the old WWE stories you hear you know oh something went wrong backstage or something Spot. I like to think AEW wouldn't do that. Mistakes were made by somebody or some people. Just move on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. be be, ang- be angry in the moment for sure, and maybe don't let that same production team do the next one. <laughs> it's almost just to, in my mind, right? And this is a bit, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they couldn't pull this off, but every single one of those, uh, not the moves into one, but every single one of those explosions or boards or whatever area they were going to do a move. Just have a look at it. Maybe film it and then look at it back and go, look, shit, uh, let's ramp it up a bit. But then that's me. I don't know. Maybe maybe explosions are better if they do everything live and it's not worked. I don't know. It's stupid. What I would love to see them do on Dynamite, especially Kenny, because he's meant to be here anyway, is um, Kenny goes to the ring and goes, oh, the explosion death match was really good. Blah blah blah, successful. We killed off Moxley. You'll probably never see Kingston again either. And just as you're watching Dynamite, you're thinking that's a ridiculous thing to say. We all we all know what we saw. Mm. Then he shows a replay, but they fixed it in post. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like you're watching Backdraft. I've seen <laughs> Backdraft. I've Backdraft. seen some amazing <laughs> uh, uh, gifs, memes, and the rest of it. But there's a couple of videos circulating where they've spliced in some of the old school matches, and then just some full-on explosions, and they yeah. look hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then they should just never mention it again. Wouldn't no, you've got to mention This is part of history. But we're going to moan anyway. Everyone's going to fucking moan. It's wrestling, so, holy shit. So I reckon, I reckon go out there, I'd lean into it. I really would. Lean into it and just go, look, it was amazing. Do what you're talking about. You're on mental. Right, I am, I'm just going to go back uh, ten minutes uh, to call your question about your favourite spot. <laughs> um, I didn't answer. I don't think Barish did either. So, um, my favourite spot was <laughs> the um, uh, introduction of the Exploding Bat. Like, yet another <gasps> um, great, uh, great Huge homage, moment. you know, I'll be honest, and this is totally on me, it was never something they advertised, but when I first, first saw this match being advertised, I misread it as an exploding bat match. Um, mainly because I could have seen them doing that more than I could have a full final blast match. Um, but it was it was wicked to see. You had uh, Don Callers, who I fucking love on um, commentary, uh, really bigging up this whole surprise in the um in the in the the promo video you had uh omega in a workshop working on something which i thought was fucking hilarious <laughs> um and they kept just picking up the fact that there was going to be some surprises um and then obviously it was an exploding bat always time for that always time for it uh loved it that was my one any thoughts on that yeah enjoyed awesome. the baseball bat uh, because exploding baseball bats are wicked, and the the first spot on the uh, the board to the outside on the so-called landmine uh, board, whilst the explosion was a bit, you know, all right, uh, the actual landing looked brutal as hell. Oh. With Kenny Omega going from the apron onto the top of his head. You can take wire. the boy. You yeah. can take the boy out of New Japan, but you can't take New Japan out of the boy because he will always land on the top of his motherfucking head. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he's. That's how, that's it's how he's it's the same way that he took the um, <laughs> the uh, what does is, what is Moxie call his DDT? Death Rider? No. Paradigm shift. Paradigm shift. He, he took the paradigm shift through the glass coffee table. Yeah. Um, exactly the same way when yeah, he yeah. was just like I'm just going to go head first fuck it <laughs> like, alright mate yeah well, <laughs> uh, the coffee table one's actually amazing he just probably just crumbles in on himself <sighs> it's a great spot it's lucky you're a bendy boy because fucking hell it looks like everything you do when you land is just like oh god ooh that's what all that neck training was for in the, the New Japan dojos oh no he wasn't in New Japan dojo was he <laughs> no, you know no, what I'm no. talking about it's when he was doing fucking, yeah, yeah, he was doing uh, like pond matches in DDT or a supermarket. Fucking <laughs> five <laughs> minutes remaining. So he was just training his neck up down the fucking sausage aisle. You know what? If... <laughs> no, that sentence just uh... cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> Confirms we are all children. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> right, hold on. Whew, right. Wait. So, I was going to say, all those match types you've listed, 
looking at Kenny's past could be give us a clue to the future of what else he wants to do with defending that title. When's when's the AEW Pond match happening? With exploding sausage bat. <laughs> uh, God, oh, I wish we did video. I wish. You not selling that was the best thing I've ever seen. You're like, nope, I'm not doing it. Fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, Kenny said it for the whole time, uh, all of his career. He wanted to change wrestling. Uh, at first, <laughs> I didn't believe him. Um, but since he's left, <laughs> since he's left New Japan um, and started his own company, he is doing things to, you know, really push that. And doing an exploding uh, by a death match on American soil, it's pretty fucking up there. I mean, um, it's unseen, so shit's changing. If stuff like this potentially is going to be seen by the wider crowd. Do you know what? No. I I do remember saying when everyone everyone when when people when AW started, people moved over. I I remember saying to Warning, everybody, three minutes remaining. Kenny Omega's best work is behind him. It doesn't mean he won't be exciting yeah, you, going yeah, forward. You did. I remember that. But obviously some people yeah, you yeah, told. But change, yeah, <laughs> that'd be you, yeah. But in terms of changing wrestling, as far as I was concerned, he already had He'd got people watching New Japan. Not that people weren't before, but I wasn't. A lot of people weren't. Viewership went up around I the see, world. I see what you mean. I it mean, was good times. I feel like his New Japan run, though, he wanted desperately to fulfil that and do the whole... Same as I feel Abushi does now, but they're still very much in a, uh, a system or a formula. Not a formula, but they're in a system that doesn't really take kindly to... Uh, I don't know, the thought of an exploded yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. They did 20 years ago, but not now. So I think he, it was harder yeah. for him to do what he perceived as, as changing the, uh, the business. Whereas with AEW, that's their main focus. He's doing things... Warning, two things, minutes remaining. Um, ...that haven't been done before or that, that people haven't seen before. And this, to me, is like top of the list so far. Like the fact they, they did this, and I'll be honest, pulled it off, yeah. is... Um, the the biggest feat I think they've done, apart from actually being in business for so long. Yeah, and it's a really celebratory time for AEW anyway. They've just kicked NXT off for Wednesdays. <laughs> so having a great time. Having yeah, um, yeah. What you what are your uh, feelings on that, Carlos? What AEW winning the Wednesday Night Wars? Would you would you call it a win? I mean, it's been pretty fucking neck and neck. Ah, uh, it's been yeah, it's the same in it, whatever. But I, well, I always said that AEW shouldn't be trying to compete with NXT because NXT is WWE's smaller show. Mm. Yeah, I'll give you that. Go straight for Raw. Warning: one minute remaining. It was such a fucking petty, stupid move to put it on the same night anyway. Um. So for either of yeah. them having to move the day, it just feels like this should have been how it was in the beginning. Don't go head to head. We don't need another Monday night or Tuesday night or Wednesday night war because it will never be the same as it was in the nineties because that was savage. This won't be. So it just should never mm. have happened. <laughs> the fact it did was like, and then everyone tried to make it into this big Monday night war equivalent, and it was like, oh for fuck's sake, no. Yeah, it's, it's like too much effort as a fan to try. And- yeah. 
Stupid. For, uh, for us to drive it rather like, than. Oh them. my god, I beat them by 20,000 viewers. One point I just that thought. That's nothing. That's so Do you think this will have any effect on other companies, say Nine, New Japan? Eight, seven, Search. I love you.